Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland. And I wanted to start by thanking you all for continuing to listen and support this podcast, for sharing it with your friends, for sending me your messages over on Instagram. I love hearing how God is speaking to you through these episodes. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity to continue to share God's word with you and the revelation and just everything he's doing in my life and in yours. So thank you for that. In today's episode, I am going to be talking about when life doesn't go according to plan. And if you're new here and haven't got a chance to catch up on any of the previous episodes, I am a mom of six. And in that six, I have a set of quadruplets. In my book, The Water Walker, I talk about uh, in chapter four, I believe it is, it's called Close the Window. But I talk a lot about how nothing ever went according to plan in the pregnancy, delivery, (laughs) and raising of the four babies, which they are still being raised. I haven't just stopped that. (laughs) They are six now. I don't know if it's a multiples thing. My husband and I talk about that all the time. We're like, is what they do, what they do because they're multiples? Like, do other kids do this because our singletons didn't? And um, so we have that unanswered question that we always are dealing with when things go odd. (laughs) And that's just one of the things that, that happens so much that I talk a lot about in my book is, you know, I had planned the, this was the plan. We had two boys, we had Campbell and we had Jack. And then I had, um, a miscarriage of twins, which in my mind and heart, they were girls. And I thought, Oh, of course they're girls, right. That would just be the perfect family. Two boys followed by a twin girl. It's like, yes, please. And, um, and then they didn't make it. Uh, one died and, uh, the doctor felt fairly certain that the other one would survive as they were not sharing a sack. Um, and so I allowed myself to, to be hopeful and, um, excited because several weeks went by and I was like, okay, okay, we're good. This is going to make it. Yeah, baby B's going to make it. Um, only on my next ultrasound to find out that she had in fact died as well. And I remember getting down on my knees and just begging God, like, Lord, don't let this be the end of our story. Don't let this loss be the end of our, of our family story of being able to have children. And And it didn't, it was not the end. It was not the end. 
you know, we lost two and then God added two more to that. <laughs> so we did, we did um, one of the most frequent questions I get asked when people find out if I've, if that I've had four babies is, you know, did you do IVF? And no, we did not do IVF. We did one round of Clomid and an IUI, which is like the turkey baster. And that worked. That worked really, really well for us. And I know many people um, are on Clomid for a long time and still struggle to get pregnant. And I didn't. It it worked the first time. It worked the first round um, by God's grace. And we found out we were having four. And that first ultrasound where they, they checked the heartbeats and they couldn't find baby D's heartbeat. And so we thought, okay, okay. We're just going to be having triplets. Okay. 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 I can do triplets. I can do three. Like people have triplets. Like that's a thing. You know, I, I see triplets. I've seen triplets. I know people who've had triplets like that's okay. All right. That's what it, that's what it's supposed to be. Okay. I got it. And then, um, two weeks later at the next ultrasound, that fourth heartbeat. And I knew, I knew from that moment on that God's plan was way higher than mine, that, that his plan would always prevail, that, that he thinks and acts in such a way that I can't even fathom four babies at one time. It didn't make logical sense to me. Have people had four babies? Sure. Was it something I knew anything about? Nope. I mean, I remember being pregnant with my first child, Campbell. And I remember thinking, how did two babies fit in here? Like, how do people have twins? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I am stuffed to the brim. How would anybody have two in here? And then, and then you stretch is what happens. That's what happens. You stretch. You stretch really, really far. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable and painful. Really, it's more than uncomfortable. It's painful. It hurts. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. It's painful. But what God showed me through that pregnancy was I would continue to try and plan because I knew from my salon company and running a business that if you don't plan, that's planning to fail. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to fail these babies. I'm not going to fail this pregnancy. I'm, you know, I've, I've already lost two. I'm not going to lose anymore. And then everything that I planned for every doctor's visit where we set goals of, okay, let's get to here. Let's make sure blood pressure is here. Let's make sure levels are here. All, all the things, all the check boxes. And by the next doctor's visit, which I was doing every two weeks, something would have changed. Nothing was going according to plan. And what God continued to reveal to me through that process was it's he's going to do it his way. <laughs> he's going to do it his way. And I, I can tend to be a bit of a control freak, if you will. I don't particularly like that term because probably it's true. <laughs> That's why I don't like it. 
but that's, that's where we were. And I do, I like to, I love surprises. And it's so funny. It was said to me one time, you like surprises that you want. (laughs) And I was like, Oh yeah, that's pretty factual. (laughs) I like surprises that I'm in control of. (laughs) I like to know, um, my 30th birthday party was a surprise party that was being planned. And I was actually pregnant with the quads at that time. And y'all look, when you got four babies, you're hungry all the time. And it's a whole new level of hangry. If you don't get to eat, you feel like you're being starved. It it's painful how hungry you get anyway. So my husband had arranged this, this whole party with my sister. It was going to be at my sister's house. He was going to take me to dinner. She was watching the two big boys and people were going to come over to her house. And when we came back to pick up the big boys after our dinner, surprise. Well, I ruined that because at four o'clock in the afternoon, I was like, we need to go to dinner now. (laughs) I'm going to die. (laughs) You have to feed me and these babies. And so once again, like I had to be in control of the situation. Anyway, I digress. The point is guy kept showing me throughout my pregnancy that no amount of planning that I had was going to suffice his plan. Like I wasn't adding anything to what he was orchestrating. And of course not. Like looking back, of course not. Of course, I don't have anything to add to that. (laughs) Like his plan is going to be perfect. And I'm like, but what if we did it this way? But Lord, um, this would be really good if this could happen. I would just really like it if this could happen. And still today, I find myself doing that. I find myself doing that with life things. I find myself doing that with business things. And like I talked about last week, just how God basically forced me to unplug, right? He was like, okay, I'm going to move you. I'm literally physically moving you to where your internet is hot garbage (laughs) and you're going to have to unplug. You're going to have to unplug. And it's time for us to reconnect. Dear child, you've gotten everything that you've wanted and you you still weren't fully happy. So let's, let's go have a conversation. Let's have some time with the two of us to get some things sorted out. And that's what he did. And he's continuing to show me like today we had digital day on Friday, again, a digital day, which just blows my mind. Cause again, internet hot garbage. So we can't actually do anything digitally. <laughs> So annoying, but all the kids had their little packets of information and, you know, they're all doing different things and they're all different levels. Even the quads are, you know, Myers can sit down and he can read the instructions and do it all himself. And then the other ones need help in various areas. Um, so it, it's interesting mommy time trying to, to navigate through all of that. So they were out Friday. Then yesterday was Labor Day. So they were home for Labor Day. Well, Saturday, Bradley woke up with a fever. And I was like, oh, oh no, tis no good. The fever and all the COVID stuff that's happening. Um, You know, we get calls almost every week 
so-and-so in your, your kid's class was exposed to COVID or so-and-so tested positive. And so it's just this like, is it COVID? Is it a cold? Because regular colds still exist, people. Regular viruses still exist. They can catch other things. Anyway, so the big boys were supposed to be baptized on Sunday, which they've been so looking forward to. And um, it was just such a, a hard call to make. It's like, do, do we do it? Do we take them to church and, and baptize them and um, expose other people, expose, you know, elderly people in our church? And so we ended up rescheduling. But that was one of the things that didn't go according to plan, right? And it, again, it's like, but Lord, this is, this is like your deal, Lord. You know, this is, this is their outward expression of their commitment to living their life for you. So don't you want this to happen? Like, can't you just take away the fever? Can't you make everybody well for this? Like, those are the kind of thoughts that go on in my head in the frustration of my control going out the window. And then today, so then that happened Saturday, Sunday, another kid woke up with a fever. Myers has kind of had the croup this whole time since Friday. And then um, yesterday, uh, late afternoon, Ashton hit a fever. So I kept two of them home today that had had the most recent fevers. And I was once again reminded that things don't go according to plan because I was supposed to start a brand new Bible study today at my church. And I was really excited about it. And uh, again, I start thinking, but Lord, this is, this is for you. Like, well, I don't understand. Why do you, why, why are you not interfering here? Why are you not intervening? And why are, why are you continuing to allow the sickness to um, take over each family member when we are trying to do things that align with your will? Like it is your will for the, the boys to be baptized, to have that expression of faith. I know that is aligned with your will. It tells me so in scripture. I know it is your will for me to study the word of God and community. I'm trying to do that. So what's going on? And again, he just keeps reminding me that he's with me, that our time together is precious and plans don't always go according to plan. And it's, it's challenging. It's challenging, especially one as a control freak, like I've said, (laughs) but two, as a, a mom of six, as a wife, I thrive on routine. I have a whole course that I sell that is around productivity and establishing a routine that is going to serve the best version of you that eliminates that excuse of, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. No, you do. You're just not prioritizing your time. Anyway, I digress. I'm not going to get into all of that, but I will link uh, the course link to this podcast show notes. If you want to check it out, because so many people do struggle with, with that. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Yes, you do. You do have time. You're not making a priority. And that's just 
true. So, but one of the things that God continued to show me, and he took me back, he was like, go look back at what you said in your book. And so this morning I picked up my book and um, it's in chapter four and it's called close the window. And I said, I knew from the moment of hearing that fourth heartbeat, that God's plan was far greater than any plan I could have ever imagined for myself. I also knew I could not work in his plan without him and the people he would place in my life to help me. As I mentioned before, I love a well thought out and executed plan. The challenge I face with working in God's plan is that you have to suspend knowing the answer to how working in God's plan calls for steps of faith, not steps of certainty. And he brought me back to that because I so wanted, I so needed certainty. I still do. I still, I still crave that. And then I go on to say, but God was calling me to faith. He was calling me to obedience, to bring my burdens and my troubled heart to him, not because of what I would get in doing so, but in who he was molding me to be. Decisions of obedience are easy when you know the outcome. I would pray for the answer to how. Oftentimes I was asked, how are you going to be able to run a company How with having six kids? How are you going to feed four babies? There's no way to do it all. You have to sell your company. How in the world would you be able to afford childcare for four babies? You know, you'll need lots of help. How are you going to get the help you need? How are you going to fill in the blank? I was surrounded by people's genuine curiosity and how I was going to make it all work. I would smile and give my best guess, or I would simply say the truth of, I don't know. All my previous plans had gone out the window. So I was hesitant to plan for anything anymore. I had grown bitter towards planning. And God reminded me to go back and read that. Not because it's words that I have written, but because that entire book was Holy Spirit led. It's more than Holy Spirit inspired. It was led. Every single word in that book was brought out by the Holy Spirit. And so when I revisit parts of it, when God takes me back to it, it's reminding me of what I've come through, what I've learned, because it's easy to forget the farther you are away, the more removed you are from an experience. It's like you forget how painful childbirth is (laughs) when you're, when you're playing with your two-year-old on the carpet until it's time to push the next baby out. (laughs) And then you're like, oh yeah, this is awful. (laughs) Because you're so focused on all the, the good things that are happening. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I have this book. And I, I want to encourage you that if you have a book inside of you that God has put on your heart to write, It's time to start writing. It's time to start taking those steps of obedient faith. Maybe that's the message of what today's podcast is about. Here's the thing. Typically, you know, I read my Bible. I pray. God gives me a word. God gives me a scripture. 
And that's kind of an experience, kind of what I, I'm, I craft the podcast around and I have a little outline that I follow. And today he said, go press record. (laughs) And so I came up here with my two kids that are sick downstairs watching a movie, which you can probably hear in the background. It's fine. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to hit record then. But maybe that, that is the ultimate message of what he's trying to tell you today. Because there is a listener that's listening. And perhaps it's you. That he has spoken into your heart to write a book. And you just keep putting it off. For one reason or another. You're just not ready. You don't think anybody's going to read it, but I would ask you to consider that maybe it doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. It doesn't have anything to do with the control of the outcome. Maybe God is calling you to obey, to walk out those obedient steps of faith and rely on him. And trust in him. He's calling you to faith. He wants you to trust him. He wants you to lean on him. He doesn't want you to rely in your own control, in your own certainty. Why would you need him? Why would you need faith if that were the case? So start today. And if you want to talk through how to get started in this venture of writing a book, message me over on Instagram at the Julian Kirkland and let's have a conversation because it needs to get out there. If he's dropped it on your heart to do it, let's do it. The world needs to hear his message through you. That's why you went through the test, my friend, to become your testimony. But it doesn't do any good if it stays bottled up inside of you. It serves you. But what about everybody else that he is going to touch the lives of many through you, through what you've been through? Isn't that what makes it all worth it? So again, maybe that's the message of today. I thought it was about planning (laughs) when I first started talking, but maybe it's about obedience and faith. I think it's time. I think it's time. I too am working on my second book and it has been a challenge for me. Uh, It's on spiritual warfare. I've encountered some spiritual warfare for sure. (laughs) Writing this book, Uh, there were several months that I stopped writing because I was getting attacked pretty heavy. Uh, Not only me, uh, members of my family, um, close friends, my business. And so I stopped. I stopped in fear. I stopped in, okay, nope, I'm not ready. No, can't handle this right now got too much going on and God just kept saying, yes, you can. Yes, you can. This is part of your story. 
I have a message that I want to speak into other people's lives through you. So keep going. Don't stop. Keep going. I'm here. I'm here. Use my strength when you run out of your own. And he reminded me again of what I've already been through because carrying those four babies, I ran off my own strength very early on. It was one of the hardest physical, spiritual, mental, (laughs) emotional things that I've ever been through. You know, I say in my book that tested me in ways that I never thought I would recover from. And it was all to bring about life. It it was good. It was worth it. And then I talk about the death of my father, uh, which will be three years this month. And that was over the loss of life. And it tested me in ways emotionally, spiritually, mentally that I never thought I could handle. And in both of those situations, one with Life is the outcome and one with death is the outcome. God, show me he is in control. And he's always there. And so what makes me think that whatever I'm going through now, he's not there. And whatever you're going through, that he's not there. We are not that powerful, my friend. He is. He is there. He is looking for obedience. He is looking for people he can trust. And I want to be that person for him. And I know you do too, because you're listening. Allow him, after this episode, turn it off and spend some quiet time. And allow him to speak into your heart. What's next for you? And I would love, I would love for you to share it with me so I can be praying for you. That's all I have for you today, my friends. Again, please reach out on Instagram at the Julianne Kirkland. Um, And I look forward to talking with you and hearing your story, hearing your testimony and seeing how I can best be praying for you and moving forward in your journey. I am very excited for next week. I will be bringing you the first ever guest on the Next Level Faith podcast. She is an amazing human being. She is an author, a strategist, um, a business consultant, a speaker. She is um, such a source of light and hope and inspiration. And I'm very excited to introduce you to her next week. So be sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. And I will see you next week, my friends. Remember the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Bye for now.